You're listening to The Professional Blur, a podcast hosted by me, Jason Klom. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Professional Blur podcast. My name is Jason Klom. I am your host. My guest this week is Jennifer Kennedy. Thank you so much for coming on the show. My pleasure being here. Hi, thank you so much for inviting me. So our mutual friend Nick Robes was kind enough to connect me with somebody who is on uh, one of my favorite shows. Um, we, we, we will talk about it in a second, but why don't you tell me a little bit about who you are, what you do, and then we'll get right into the extra work stuff. Yeah, sure. Sounds like fun. Uh, I mean, my name is Jennifer. I am originally from uh, Gorham, Maine. I moved out here about uh, close to three years ago to New York to okay. you know, pursue, pursue the dream and stuff, to go into acting. Um, yeah, so you know it's it's been a wild ride for sure, especially with uh, recent recent times and stuff. Mm. But there there have been some really great opportunities out here, um, and extra work has been some of the most memorable. So yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you ever have anybody tell you, hey, you shouldn't do extra work because it's like you're not? Because I always people everybody I've spoken to has a totally different story of what people mm-hmm. told them to do before they considered it. Oh, for sure. There's always like uh, a bunch of different kind of uh, opinions out there for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of people who say that it's a great way to kind of start getting into the business because with it, you know, you can get um, if you get three Taff Hartleys and stuff, you can mm-hmm. uh, join the union. So it's a great like backdoor way to join the union if you want to. Um, but then I also have other friends who uh, are always like, no, extra work is beneath you and stuff like that. You know, mm-hmm. you don't want to be known for that. Uh, that's that's not a good way to go. So I, I've had a lot of different voices in my ear and stuff. So it's 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 hard to say for sure what exactly the right thing to do is <laughs> i mean i think the lesson i have i have gotten from this is that no one knows anything and mm-hmm. it's absolutely different every time i mean the thing is like the one of the more notorious stories you would hear when uh, i signed up and i've probably mentioned this before on the show is that brad pitt did all kinds of extra work except oh, yeah. that he would take his voucher and go to his car and sleep all day so he oh. was the laziest extra on the planet but he did extra work he got paid he so it. Come on, it's Brad Pitt. If it can work for him, it can work for us. So, you know. So, agreed, agreed. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, it's just, it's super, super, super fun. Um, so, I'm wondering, so you come from Maine, you go to New York. Mm-hmm. So, is New York going to be your first time on any kind of a set? Or did yes, you do in- stuff? Yes, indeed. Okay. I Wonderful. mean, I definitely, like, uh, I have a lot of friends back. I mean, there's actually a really great film scene uh, in the main area, especially mm-hmm. with uh, horror films. There's uh, Damnation Land. Uh, I was familiar with my friends, have done multiple times. Um, I was never a part of it before then. Uh, but then when I came to New York, that was definitely my first time on an actual, like, you know, professional set. So mm-hmm. that, that was a, a new experience for sure. What was the first set? Oh, first set. So I think the first set was uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I awesome. was I uh, the first one was I was an artsy type. So um, I had and it was actually really funny because um, for a long time I had pixie a pixie cut, mm-hmm. so very short hair. So after about like a year in the city and stuff, I had started to grow out my hair again. It was actually at a at a point where it was just long enough that I could now like submit for Mrs. Maisel. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> so it was just like you know just a, just a little bit the way the way they wanted in terms of shoulder length and stuff. So I submitted for Mrs. Maisel because I heard a bunch of my friends were doing it and I happened to be chosen for, um, uh, they had a call for the artsy types. And so uh, that was my very first uh, call to set. And it was uh, it was a fun time. It was very cool. <laughs> That's so good. I love yeah. it. Let's, uh, let's get into the, because we were talking before we start recording is, you know, one of the reasons I was even ever chosen for Mad Men, also for the show uh, Cold Case, they a lot of times would flash back to the '60s, and again, mm. I had the right look because of the glasses and the hair. Yes. Um, uh, w- again, when I had it. So, but for the women, 
mm-hmm. was always they were always there hours before they had to sleep in curlers. Did you have yep. this kind of experience? It's so interesting I because I, I heard that in your last podcast that people had to put curlers in their hair. Mm-hmm. Um, my experience in the New York scene is we, we didn't have to put curlers in our hair uh, okay. so much. Well, yeah, the, basically what they kind of suggested was to say you had to have clean hair. You had to have like sometimes just a light layer of foundation, but no other makeup before you got to set. Wow. Uh, the biggest thing for us that they, they made you do was you always had to have um, Spanx. So you had to have Spanx oh. and you had to have tights. Mm-hmm. And so if you didn't wear Spanx, then you would have to wear a girdle. And I... Luckily, did not have to wear a girdle because I hear horrible things uh, oh, about <laughs> wearing a girdle. I've worn it's the one. Worst. Oh, I am so sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, if you don't bring Spanx, you have to wear a girdle. So I always brought my Spanx. So it's basically that they were just like, you know, you, you got to bring your Spanx. You got to bring your girdle. You got to bring a, a nude bra just in case. Mm-hmm. Um, but usually you were supplies with those great 1960s, like, you know, triangle, like... <laughs> <laughs> Katy Perry-esque type bras and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you had to bring those things to set, but otherwise, you know, they did everything for you on set. There is an amazing um, a hair and makeup crew um, who just, like, are just know exactly what they have to do. They would be there hours before we were there, and then they would they'd be there as hours afterwards in terms of getting all these um, women like in curlers and like you know in the pink curls mm-hmm. and uh, getting them into that 1960s look and then you see all the guys who like literally like put a little gel in their hair and they're oh, good to go and stuff good. so yeah so you know luckily we, there's an amazing team on Marvel's Miss Maisel in terms of getting that, that period look so I was all in their hands and they did an amazing work so it was just a pleasure to kind That's of be there. That's crazy to me. Yeah. I mean, I'm, glad, I'm <laughs> glad to hear that but it's just like wow so they did everything on set like everyone yeah, Everything on set. It was it was crazy. It was so funny. One time I remember I went. This was one of the most recent times I was on Mrs. Maisel. uh, But there's this one girl who was like getting her hair did, and she started bad mouthing the the um, the hair person, being like, you know, like last time I was on here, they did it more like this. Like you're doing it wrong and stuff like that. They were out of there. They disappeared. Like uh, they like you know Mm -hmm. they were out of there in two seconds and stuff. Because you don't bad mouth the the hair people. They're they're amazing and they you need to respect them. So. Hell. <laughs> oh, also, yeah, no, my greatest, like, the, for the few times they ever had to sit in a makeup chair, because it was usually, mm-hmm. like, prosthetic, or a few times they had to, like, do something special to my hair, talking to those people, they yeah. had probably worked on something you love. Get exactly. A, oh, their like, stories are amazing. God, somebody I talked to, they were like, yeah, they, they worked on Hot Fuzz, they worked on, I can't remember, some Star Trek shit. It's, it's always, like, this weird, mm-hmm. they're, like, they're on this small TV show with you, but, yeah, I have a fucking backstory, by the way. Like, they've done so much yeah. work. That's crazy, and also it's just a dick move. You just don't, exactly. It's like you just don't, don't do that. that. You just you, you got you got to be respectful. So <laughs> I've only seen that I know of one extra get kicked off, and it was on CSI New York when that was still a thing, which shot out here. Uh, oh, lovely, weirdly lovely. enough. So, and I will say, uh, I don't know anything about Gary Sinise, but he seemed like a perfectly fine gentleman on on the show. Mm-hmm. There was an extra who she decided. She was just going to chill out on a golf cart, and it's like whatever. Oh, so she's she's just hanging. Like nobody needed it. But then when Gary Sinise said, oh, hi, sorry, uh, I, I just need my golf cart and I need to go. He was so nice about it. She's like, mm, no. And she did not let Gary <gasps> Sinise take it. And uh, yeah, uh, minutes oh, later, she no. was off the set. Like, she, <laughs> did she not know who Gary Sinise was? Like, uh, Everyone it, knows who Gary Sinise is. <laughs> you think so, right? And if you're on a set of a Gary Sinise, anyway, that's the only time I think I've ever seen an extra get canned. Um, and <laughs> like that, too. Holy cow. That's crazy. Wow. You just yeah. uh, here we go, folks. For the advice section of the podcast, don't be a dick. Don't just, be a dick. Uh, That's the number one rule. <laughs> simple, simple enough rule, right? Exactly. Wow. So your first time is on Mrs. Maisel. Is that your first time being an extra at all? Then 
At all, yeah. That's no, it's my first time being an extra, first time on a professional set, mm-hmm. and th- that's what was so, uh, you know, that made me so happy about moving to New York that you had these opportunities that you mm-hmm. could just like, you know, jump right into it and have this amazing experience of just like, you know, watching, uh, you know, these people setting up the set uh, before and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like you have the, the production design team, you have like the makeup crew, you have like the the directors and stuff, and just having the experience of being able to watch them um, do their work was so cool. Plus, also being able to wear a period costume uh, yes. and hair and makeup is always a fun time. You just get to like play make believe for a couple right. hours and then get paid for it. It's like on top of that, like that's great compared to my my grocery worker paycheck. So <laughs> yeah, right, right. Believe fun, me. fun, fun. <laughs> I mean, that that was the thing that I always loved about it. it was like, okay, cool. So we we're all putting in the effort today, which means like I'm also more jazzed to be on set and I am doing I'm giving more effort like I'm seriously myopic and I you can mm-hmm. see right here I'm not wearing glasses uh, I didn't know where I was going half the time there were yep. a couple times when mm-hmm. I had to be guided across the set by a nice young lady who could see uh, I am noticing you wear glasses so are you how bad yes. is your eyesight I can see but I, so I, if see. I, I, yeah, I can see about my glasses but I have uh, lazy eyes so if I don't wear them for very long I do mm-hmm. get headaches so oh, it's wow. just so not not too bad but uh, so <laughs> so luckily I could see but definitely uh, it was a, a trying time for sure if they were there for a long shoots without some Tylenol on hand yeah so. <laughs> no I bet holy because I, I would imagine they're pretty strict about no you can't wear your own even though your glasses oh, look sure. pretty vintage they'd be like no this is nice nah, 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 exactly okay though sometimes I uh, they, they, let's see when I was the, the nurse I was supplied with some glasses by the the props people and stuff mm-hmm. and uh, I think like God bless the the props person who actually did that because uh, beforehand you know I have my my curlers in my little nurse uniform and you know it was lots of fun but then uh, the props person was like you know what I can make this even better and so she kept trying on different pairs of glasses finally got to the one that I ended up wearing for the shoot and like everyone was like yes that's <laughs> it that looks so good mm-hmm. and because of that it was uh, I, I thank her because originally I was only supposed to to walk like just across the screen and stuff mm-hmm. but then the director she's like I like her look I like her glasses yeah. and so they kicked out the girl who was at the receptionist desk I felt so bad and they <laughs> they put me in so mm-hmm. you know props to the props team because right. you know they can really make or break who you are in a scene and stuff so I, I got the so bump true. up because of it that's amazing <laughs> I mean those yeah. are always here's the thing we all get the opportunity. We all get kicked out. It's okay. Yeah, nobody nobody it's should fine. feel too bad if they, you know, get moved <laughs> out. But I mean, they made a good choice. I'm looking at the picture. I also, yeah, you're you're behind. <laughs> I mean, come on, you're you're behind Mr. Handsome Pants too. So, oh I mean, my God, Zach Oliva. <laughs> well, this is crap. like you know, this is me also. Like this was my third time doing it. So luckily, it wasn't my first time mm-hmm. uh, being on set. So this is my third time on set when I played the nurse. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, Zach Levi was a huge huge love of mine for all my life. A huge mm-hmm. fan of Tangle and all of his work and stuff and <laughs> so you know seeing him and also trying uh being bumped up into uh you know a featured part where they're giving me they're giving me stage directions they're giving me like you know I, I have to like look up at him and kind of give like a disapproving nod at a certain line but I don't know what the line is so I have to kind of listen to it while also doing all of this mm-hmm. while also being near Zachary Levi <laughs> and trying not to fangirl and stuff was was a hard time but uh uh he was very very sweet very kind so I was just that's good to hear happy to be in his presence yeah, of course <laughs> I mean, like, it's rare, I think, that you get an opportunity. I mean, don't get me wrong. Christina Hendricks was very newly famous, but you mm. could not be ta- not but not be, but be taken with her. You're like, oh, my God. Her yes. or if John Hamm walked in for him, it's like, oh, where am I? This is not like, real what, life. This what is, year is it? <laughs> holy crap. Uh, exactly. Yeah, so it, it is one of the, it is the, those weird moments where you're like, oh, 
oh, I see why they're hired for so many things. I now see why they're famous. It is this energy that doesn't make any sense, but it is very real. He had a very, um, it was a very playful energy. It was very nice. Like, you know, he was nice. like on the on the phone. He kept like kind of doing tricks, tossing the phone in between sets and looking back at me. And I'm like, hello. <laughs> so just a very very kind person. <laughs> uh, I want to know about going back to that first extra gig. Then yeah yeah. Uh, were you confused at all? Did you have any idea what the hell you were doing? Because I was no idea. I was yeah. on the seat of my pants. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, no. It's like you know. First of all, just uh, getting there was uh, an interesting thing because it was. Uh, I think a call was at like four a.m. in the morning or something like that. I had to. Oh. <laughs> I had to get on a subway, uh, you know, in in Spanx and stuff, and uh, light makeup, and uh, get on the subway at three a.m. You know, it's dark out to a part of Lower Manhattan that I wasn't familiar with, and you know, I'm still two years. Years, or maybe like one year at that point, you know, I wasn't too familiar with the city mm-hmm. in terms of the whole scope. So different part of Manhattan I wasn't familiar with. Um, at one point, this one guy <laughs> uh, was like calling after me going like, miss, miss, miss. And, you know, you know, in New Yorker mode, especially at 3 a.m. as uh-huh. a woman, you know, you just you just ignore them, put on your blinders and you keep running. Turns out he was another extra on set trying to find directions to the set. <laughs> a little awkward once we got there and stuff. Uh-huh. So that was a weird way to start. Um, but, you know, that, you know, you get there and stuff and you're into this you're in this holding room with a whole bunch of other people and um you know i'm trying to be chill be cool uh and kind of know what i'm doing even though i have no idea what i'm doing so you know but luckily the the, there's some really great pas on set who were very kind and you know they (laughs) they they make you feel calm they Mm. uh they they kind of direct you where you're supposed to go so everything was made pretty clear and stuff in terms of this is the holding room this is where you're needed uh we need people this number from this number to come up into hair and makeup now this number this number you wait here and stuff so um so luckily we were very uh, fortunate with that team to kind of like guided us mm-hmm. <laughs> into, into nice. the yeah so it's a very lovely thing so <laughs> by the way real quick tip uh yeah. if you're gonna yell at somebody uh from down the street at 3 a.m in new york maybe a don't do that um yeah. especially if you're aware of a general gender dynamic and um, mm-hmm. how afraid women are to exist um and then maybe <laughs> just say mazel like you know if you assume they're on the show Maisel. say the name of the show and Same it hat. might you know like just be like you say be like, oh now i know you're an extra not a creep exactly you know just, just a real simple logic i think that's a great tip i like that mm-hmm. it comes back to don't be a dick and stuff so i think yeah. just a general rule <laughs> don't scare people even if you're don't not scare trying people to. exactly so oh, i'm, I'm glad though fun. that your first your first time though like you had people to walk you through you generally there are pas mm-hmm. there who are used to okay there's going to be a certain number of new extras on set yes yes like we kind of know we've got to walk them through it so they don't fuck up this the shot which you know, mm-hmm. we've gone over it many times i've done that a lot but um you know okay <laughs> i won't say a lot but they stand out uh you know as moments of shame in my life um you know that's 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 what happens so exactly. how many how many extra gigs do you think you've done we'll do we'll talk about them but how many do you think you've done since you started a couple years ago oh gosh let's see one two three four I want to say like four or five. Uh-huh. Okay. I think it kind of came down to, I wrote down notes, five, five. Okay. I wrote down notes just in case I can remember and stuff. But yeah, no, it's been about five. Four of them have been for Maisel, and then mm-hmm. one of them was for the Deuce. Uh, oh, uh, okay, so yeah. That was <laughs> wow, okay. Yeah, so that, that was a little change of pace when compared to Maisel I and stuff. Bet. A whole different era, a whole different kind of uh, vibe, but. <laughs> oh my God, I bet. 
That's yeah. gotta be crazy. That's gotta it was be cool. fun. Wow. <laughs> uh, also, you know, it's, I always am interested because I never really know. Other than Maisel, I never know what's actually shot on the East mm. Coast. Uh, you know, I'm from New York, but I'm always like, what the hell are they actually shooting? And I went to school oh, in Chicago yeah. every once in a while. They shoot actually shoot stuff in Chicago. It's rare, unfortunately. They rarely mm-hmm. shoot stuff there. Um, okay, so you've mostly done Maisel, and I love that so so yeah. much. What so? Uh, all right, so we know a little bit about your first. Actually, no, we don't. So the first one, yeah, you're an yeah. artsy type. What I was love the it. scene? I've seen every episode. So what's the scene? Okay, so or the scenes, scene basically uh... was um, Benjamin, played by Zachary Levi, the amazing best Zachary Levi, mm-hmm. and uh, Rachel Broshannon uh, were going on a date. They had just come back from a uh, art gallery, mm-hmm. and so they come to this to this bar. And so I was one of the artsy types after the bar. Mm-hmm. Um, I and we were in this tiny little um, actual bar in Lower Manhattan, uh, and there was so many extras on set, and it was uh, one yeah. of the and that's one of the funny thing about Maisel is that every time I've been on it, um, mm-hmm. it's been for a winter type clothing. Okay. And it was the hottest day of the mm-hmm. summer. This mm-hmm. is like mid-July. And I'm in Ugh. this heavy, hot wool coat and stuff and this heavy, wool, sticky, vintage um, dress, which is gorgeous, gorgeous costume and sure. stuff. But, you know, during the hottest day of the year, it's not the most comfortable thing to be in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <laughs> we're in this cramped in this tiny bar and they can't leave the AAC on when you're shooting, obviously, because it messes with the sound. Yeah, yeah. And so they have to turn it off whenever you're shooting. Um, so we were all dying <laughs> and sweating up a storm, like how sweating off all the, the poor makeup team's work and stuff. Oh, but, my God, right, yeah. Uh, yeah, oh, my gosh. So basically, um, they're kind of coming into the bar. They're they're seeing this famous artist and kind of talking about him. Franz I was Klein, pleased. If I remember correctly. Yes, exactly. Okay. I believe yeah. so, mm-hmm. yes. And so we were placed uh, – um, my, my group was kind of placed in a corner near the door so you can kind of see me and luckily I got to sit down thank god uh, yeah. where, where I was um, but we were all given like drinks I believe the the women were given mojitos specifically or something like that so okay. but it was really not really actual drinks but it was sure, like sure. meant to look like a mojito I wish mm-hmm. it was a mojito um, but it was just like water with a little tiny lime mm-hmm. and we kind of uh, sat there and we were just supposed to kind of hang out and you know kind of play talk um the limes got very gross by the end of the shoot (laughs) and i like at one point i just like didn't even pretend to drink anymore and stuff (laughs) because i was trying to conserve the amount of water in there Uh oh man and then the funny thing too is before you start um on mrs mazel a lot of times they i like how they do it in terms of they ask you if you're comfortable smoking and you know it's it's not required thing and stuff if you don't want to so they leave it up to you but uh during the shoot um they come again with uh with these like little packs of cigarettes and it kind of feels like that person like with like the uh, the jacket trying to sell stuff. It's like, hey, you want to build a character? You want to build your character? What builds a character better than smoking a cigarette? It's right here if you want it. So, <laughs> so they're going Which, around by the trying way, to. Only works if you know how to smoke. They gave oh, me a for cigarette sure. on Mad Men, and I just. Uh, oh, I, don't I wouldn't know what, know what to do. <laughs> I would look like an ass. <laughs> I know I did. Exactly. Oh. I, I didn't even want to attempt it because I know I would mess up or start coughing and, like, you know, just completely mess up all the takes. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, no, thank you. So sorry. <laughs> So but smart. it was just it was just so funny to watch them like walk around trying to pass out cigarettes and stuff. So uh, herbal cigarettes, just yes, to, we to should put make it out. that. Yeah, point, yeah. Oh yeah. yes, so make mm-hmm. that point. So not real cigarettes, but um. So yeah, no, it was just um, 
it was a very long shoot. We were there, um, I believe, past the the normal rate. I think it was like twelve hours at that point. I think we yeah. were there ended up being like fifteen hours. Woof, woof. Um, okay. And these poor people, there were two extras who uh, their direction was to make out, and so they oh, had to no. keep on making out for over fifteen hours. <laughs> oh my God. I hope they had a meet cute after that. And I, stuff, I but... hope so. Did they know each other? Do you know, or nope. were they? Yeah, uh, I think no. they were strangers. Sometimes, sometimes they do like they hire couples. Yeah. Yeah. I think in this particular case, it was like complete strangers. So wow. they were making out. We were all just super hot. Um, oh and I God. felt so bad for the the gentleman who ended up, um, who was who played the artist and stuff, because mm-hmm. his big part um, at the end of that scene was to do this huge monologue where he's trying to prove that he's not drunk. And so he's like mm-hmm. spouting off all these Shakespearean like sonnets and stuff like that on top of the bar in front of everyone to see. Mm-hmm. And he is on the bar, like a very shaky bar with like the stage lights right above him, probably mm-hmm. also giving him even further heat stroke and stuff. Yes. And he has to practice this monologue, uh, take after take after take after take and stuff. And so <laughs> he was the, the sweetest guy though, because he kept apologizing me like, I'm so sorry for this extra take and stuff. Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> well, he's like, you know, he's the one who's like dangerously on the bar and trying to do this God, monologue for everyone. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that was a, that was a very long shoot. I remember in particular and wow. stuff, but I did get that sweet time and a half at the end. Yeah, that's though, nice. So that was great. That is yeah. nice. I mean, there's only there's only so much you can get. Now, are you don't have to tell, are you a union extra or non-union extra? Non-union, definitely non-union okay. and yeah. stuff. But uh, but after you uh, go beyond the 12 hours, you are given that kind of union rate and yes. stuff. So yeah, yeah. I believe is that how it works. So we have to get paid so. a little yeah, extra. That's, nice. that's good. Yeah, so it was real, real nice. Like you know, I had a, mm-hmm. a fun time. I also like teleported because at first I was in the front, and then a bunch of extras went home because they didn't want to stay. A little bit later and then oh. i got moved to the back and so i kind of start the door then somehow i teleport to both where midge <laughs> and benjamin are kind of hanging out <laughs> they're <funny>. like hi <laughs> so i kind of i'm in multiple parts in the scene which is a, a fun where's waldo activity to do <laughs> i always love doing that it's one of my oh, favorite great. things to do is not just spotting myself but like oh shit i know that guy i, I yeah, was yeah, watching yeah. something for this the other day a friend of mine and i'm like oh crap i've definitely worked with this guy a million times this other guy that was in the scene with him it's oh, kind of yeah. fun there, I, at this point, there's like not an actor in New York who hasn't done Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, I feel like. So I you'll bet. always see at least someone that you know in the acting community and stuff. And we mm-hmm. had a fun uh, binge watching party um, at the end of that season because we had a lot of friends who were in that particular season. And we watched the entire season. We we're just like looking and combing through <laughs> and trying to <laughs> see if we could spot each other. So it's <laughs> so good. Uh, yeah. I love it. I'm, I'm very jealous. I, I, I mentioned before, I absolutely love the shit out of this show. Um, oh, it's so much fun. Even for like. You know, there's uh, there are people who are comedy nerds like myself who are very um, get very angry about the inaccuracies or the anachronisms mm-hmm. of the show. It's like I get it, but I just enjoy the show for what it is. I and yeah. it's mostly just very pretty. It's just oh, like it's, a it's, very it's so pretty show to watch. Costumes are just like Good that's God. like the funnest thing is when you go in for the, the costume fittings because mm-hmm. you see this entire warehouse full of these just like vintage beautiful costumes mm-hmm. and every costume that Rachel wears. Oh my God, yeah. she's a vision. She looks yeah. so pretty and like everything is just tailor made for her, it looks like. So it's just like, it's it's a beautiful show. I think it has such great mm-hmm. writing and it's also just fun seeing these like, you know, kick ass lady bosses who are like yeah. directing. Like, you know, they, they have great directors on set too. So, it's, so it was good. really good. <laughs> how, t- how tiny is Rachel Brosnahan? She looks very tiny. She's a 
super tiny. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, so for sure. I remember on the, uh, but she's very sweet. I, I didn't mm-hmm. um, actually interact with her too much in the first time I was there. But the second time I was an extra, I was brought back for another artsy type scene. They wanted to film an additional like outdoor scene. Okay. And on that day, we were also dying of heat stroke. And she was going around <laughs> making sure everyone was drinking water That's and sweet. like just being very sweet. So <laughs> That's good to hear. Yeah, <laughs> I'm real. I'm now mis- realizing I misremembered. So that art scene is the scene with Franz Klein, but more appropriately, uh, I misremembered it because that character, the character who does the monologue, is somebody else. But Franz yes. Klein was played by an extra, or at least it's somebody that he notices because he's like, "That's Franz Klein." I believe and, so. Yeah. Now. Yeah. But now I'm realizing, shit, I want to know who that extra was. Now I think I, it was. Declan Howell was the actual artist, if I wrote it down right. I so, think you're right. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I want to know the extra who played Franz Klein. I'm now oh, fascinated. I, now you got to look it up. <laughs> I'm going to have to see if I... Nobody... Here's the thing. It's it's harder to find people willing to talk about being an extra than you would think. Yes. Oh, it's so true. It's like... It's a, that's a huge stigma of like somebody to be ashamed of. But I think it's fun. I think it's fun times. I don't stuff. know. <laughs> you know, there's no reason to be ashamed. It's... I, it, I know it's a weird thing, but it yeah. is super fun, and it is a thing more people share than than they, yeah. are, again, are willing to admit. Um, exactly. <laughs> but you're, you're exposing yourself to your favorite thing, one assumes, you know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know? And you get to be around people who you love or have a giant crush on, like Zach Levi. I get it. There you um, go. Oh, I mean, it's it's worth it. <laughs> but also, how could you not? Like, he's adorable. How do you not have a... It's, oh, he's you know, so dreamy. <laughs> what, uh, so what's... Uh, and this doesn't have to necessarily be on a set thing, although I guess mm. it should be. Like, what's your first celebrity interaction? Is it with Zach Levi? Is it with Rachel Brosnan? Who? who? Oh, gosh, that's a good question. I actually, funny enough, that when we mentioned the artist, I think the first person that actually talked to me was actually um, Rufus Sewell, who played oh, Declan Howell. Oh, my God. And I uh, I wasn't, because I believe he's in the Man in the High Church? Is that uh, uh, Man in the High Castle, yeah. Man in the High Castle, thank you very yes. much. So I, I wasn't I wasn't familiar with his work before, mm-hmm. um, but he was very nice. He kept going over to the um, the you know, the snack tent and stuff like that and talking to the extras. It was just a delightful <laughs> person and yeah. stuff. So, you know, he was just... They're very kind, and he would uh, kind of share some, uh, you know, some anecdotes about acting and stuff. So yeah. he was just a very open person. So I think he was the first person that, like, definitely directly interacted with us us extras and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, but then probably, yeah, I, didn't, I never really interacted with Rachel too much, I wish, because she seems like a very, very kind person. So yeah. I'd love to <laughs> pick her brain about acting a little bit. But uh, yeah, I think just uh, Rufus and then Zach Levi, we shared some glances and stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. I think that that was about it in terms mm-hmm. of, oh, except for uh, Midge's husband was also at lunch one day. Oh, really? The girls were freaking out about it. So <laughs> he seems like a funny Mr. guy who, who also has to play. The least funny person on this show, which I... I feel you know. so bad. What would compare to his wife, his beautiful <laughs> compared, wife. So it's, yeah, it's, it's a hard thing. It's a hard mantle. <laughs> it is. I, I, I will say, just for the sake of character development, I like that his character's less of an asshole now. Oh, for uh, season two, you know. is such a great growth. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For uh, sure. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's so, so true. So you joined it... Was that... Wait, so was that season two then was your first... Or was it all season three? I'm now... My oh, brain is gosh. fried. I okay. want to say the majority of my roles were in season two. Okay. That, that was like when she was dating Benjamin, I believe. Oh, yes. And okay. then season yeah. three, I had one. I managed to just sneak right into the last episode of season three and stuff. Okay. So, yeah. So it wasn't, wasn't season one. I wasn't uh, I wasn't uh, in the acting field just there yet. <laughs> do you know, do they cast 
city people for the upstate, like the uh, for those shoots where they go to the they camp? do really? they do indeed yeah okay. I mean they, they, sometimes like you know if it's very upstate they look for more locals but mm-hmm. most of the time as far as I know I th- I believe my sister actually was uh, brought in for the um, the camp when they went to the summer yeah, camp and yeah. stuff and Amazing. so they they supplied a bus for all the actors extras to go upstate and just go to this beautiful campground and stuff so <laughs> that's fantastic yeah so you know sometimes they they supply the um, the the transportation sometimes mm-hmm. it's in New Jersey sometimes it's in the uh, the Cascades and stuff like so mm-hmm. yeah so all it's over the, the place for all over the show. place for wow. sure <laughs> including in actual France if I'm not mistaken it's oh I wish I could have been part of that Good one but God, you know not on. so lucky <laughs> <laughs> um, oh man I, I would love to know a little bit about again you're you're still in the midst of doing your extra work you still do mm-hmm. extra work well I mean yes. when that's physically possible um yes. And have you seen anybody get, this is almost never happened, so don't worry if you haven't, get bumped mm. to a line, get a line all of a sudden. Oh, man, I I haven't seen it in person. Mm-hmm. When, I, when I've talked to my fellow um, extras, um, some of the girls mentioned uh, that they have been sometimes bumped up to a line and Ooh. stuff, so I was very jealous. Of course. <laughs> oh, for of sure, course. for sure. Um, but no, never saw it in person. I think a lot of the times the only bump ups I would see would be more of a um, an action bump up, if that kind of makes sense sure, and yeah. stuff. Yeah, just like, you know, you kind of get a bigger like screen time or like you get a specific action to do. Like I was given an action to look up at Zachary Levi at that point uh, mm-hmm. or another person was told to make out with another person. So, yeah. um, <laughs> so but never so much. I, ne- I was never as lucky to see a, a line bump up, unfortunately. Yeah, I've only seen it happen once and it is one of those yeah. things that is, while at the same time, super exciting. Uh, it doesn't mean as much as people think it. <laughs> it's true. It's you true. Know? Plus, I would like you know, even just in that scene where like I was supposed to like look up at a certain t- point in the line, where you're not given the lines beforehand, like Oof. you know, to be given a line last minute, just extra anxiety for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Come it's on. Like, oh my goodness. <laughs> the pressure is then all on you entirely. Oh, exactly. Like you know, you just can't mess up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Zach Levi could be there and just fuck up his line. It doesn't matter. He's paid. It doesn't matter. He's paid to fuck up his lines. He's if there he to like mess up, get it right. Get out of here. <laughs> right? right? <laughs> Don't get someone else irreplaceable and stuff. So you gotta like not mess up. You gotta make yourself irreplaceable. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love oh, though that uh, you got bumped up to to being that nurse though because I. I think I've had a couple experiences where like, no, 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 you come here. And I've mm-hmm. rarely been that guy. And it's most. Oh, and I'm like so the, the big time it happened was when I knew the AD. That's that's like that. Oh, that was the time where it was like, OK, well, thank you so much for doing me all of these favors and making me forget <laughs> how frustrating extra work can be. You know what I mean? Yes. Like it, it oh, can be sure. it can be a real pain. So uh, now I'm looking. I want to look at the uh, you sent me. OK, so there's one shot in the bar for sure. Yes. There's a yes. shot. Oh, it looks like you're in the secretarial pool in one episode. Indeed. That, that, was, that was season three. Okay. I played, um, uh, it was the, the very last episode of the season, I believe, because they had the wrap party that night. And so we got steak and lobster for dinner, oh, which was awesome. Come on. Uh, <laughs> so, so great. Um, but yeah, the, I managed to sneak right in for that last episode. And that one in particular was lucky because that was the first time I got to film on the soundstage at Steiner Studios in Brooklyn. Oh, wow. Um, so yeah, I, I, I've been to Steiner because that's where you go for your costume fitting and stuff before the mm-hmm. shoot. Um, but that was the first time I actually got to film on their soundstage. And and it's delightful because you get to be in an air-conditioned room. Like, in that space, you can have an air-conditioner going and stuff. Sure. So uh, it definitely made wearing a- another wool dress a little bit more bearable and stuff. But, uh, no, that one was fun because we were uh, – it was a quick shoot. We were just in um, for, I think, uh, Midge's friend – 
uh, is joining the secretary school. And so it's just one shot where it's panning out from her in the middle of all these girls like typing away on typewriters. And then you kind of see a sea of typewriters. But the funny thing was there was only about like 10 of us. There was about 10 girls. And they copy and pasted us uh, multiple times. We had to redo the shoot a bunch of times and then they moved us to different places. And so if you actually look at that scene in full, you'll actually see me in five or six different places just like scattered about. I probably wasn't as spread out as I was supposed to be. So there's sometimes where I'm like almost literally right next to myself (laughs) as a little twin. Um, (laughs) But, uh, you know, it was it was really, really fun and stuff. And I was so close. I was uh, almost seated right next to Mitch's friend. But Mm -hmm. then I got moved to uh, the right corner. So you barely see me, but I was happy to be seen. So. <laughs> Did they make any changes when you changed positions at all to costume or anything? Uh, nothing to costume. We were all wow. the same people. They just wanted to make the room look more full. So sure, basically yeah. it was just like, you know, we were... And the funny thing was, too, is that I think I might have been one of the oldest ladies there and stuff. There was a lot of, really? uh, you know, very young ladies who did not know what a typewriter was. And <laughs> I had to teach them how to <laughs> shit. use a typewriter and stuff. And, like, you know, they want us to type away and look like we were typing and, you know, move the, the, the carriage sure. and stuff like that. So, you know, ding, ding, ding. Um, so I had to, like, teach a couple girls how to use a typewriter and stuff. Holy crap. Was, <laughs> wow. Uh, but yeah, no, it was just basically just they, they wanted us to look like we were typing and we had a little copy that we were supposedly supposed to be typing, uh, like, you know, writing the words from and stuff. So yeah. we just had to look busy and type away and stuff and but do it multiple, multiple times. Sure. <laughs> was there any ink in these typewriters or no? There was. I, I just wrote a whole bunch of swear words the entire time. Love it. it. <laughs> Love it. Please tell me you kept one of your sheets. Did you get to keep one of your pieces of paper? I did keep one little piece of paper Good. and stuff. So, As you, you know, should. A I little mean, memento. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, I mean, I... I'm not going to expect anybody else to, you know, have my record of theft uh, on set. But, you know... <laughs> I'm obsessed, though. I really desperately They were going to throw away the papers anyway. This is my point. Uh, It was just regular paper. Especially if it's something you wrote. I mean, you know, fuck shit, fuck shit. Come on. Yes. I mean, like, on a typewriter, it's like the best aesthetic. So everybody going back and watch that, I want you to imagine that this young lady is just typing fuck shit piss it's over and over, over, over again, again. <laughs> it's so good it's fun <laughs> uh i like you know as you can imagine one of the reasons uh i do these shows because i like I, I i love a talking to people who've done this but i also like knowing that kind of stuff like what, what you're yeah. actually doing while you're supposed to be oh god i'm hitting my mic again oh um, i hit the closet door you're all good <laughs> <laughs> uh but i i also like knowing uh you know and it doesn't always happen some people don't don't approach it this way do you do you ever have an opportunity to be like well i know i'm an extra right now mm-hmm. uh but <clears throat> there's a little bit of acting to it do, do you ever how, how deep do you get into thought about it or are you just like oh, that's a good it's make believe because some oh, people like... think it's pretentious. I like the acting part of it, even though I know that I'm not a critical part of the scene. Oh, I do too. I think I think it's such an important part of it because a lot of times, like you know, um, it, it could help you get noticed if they like how you like mm-hmm. how you're acting and stuff. They could bump you up to another like position and stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, but also you don't want to distract from the the actor, obviously. So you never want it to be like too over the top and stuff. But you sure. just you just want to look real and believable and stuff. Um, but I actually had one moment in the first the first one when I did in the artsy scene. There is this one extra who like she didn't want to do any acting whatsoever and she hated it when other people were doing acting. And so, oh no! And so, like, she kept making me feel. And this is my 
my first time. So I kept being so self-conscious of being like, yeah. am I doing too over the top? Am I being too, is this how it's done and stuff? And so she would keep being like, you know, you guys have to stop, like, you know, like moving your arms so much and blah, blah, blah. Just trying to tell everyone what to do. And I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to do what I'm going to do. Cause I had another guy we were kind of like just having a nice, like pretend conversation mm-hmm. with and stuff. So we just kind of did our own thing. Um, but it, I, I feel like it's definitely like to each their own, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how they approach it. But I, I really like kind of trying to put as much thought into the the character and like the uh uh what's happening in the scene as much as possible because I, I just think it's fun it's, it's make right. believe it's it's fun i time. mean <laughs> the bonus is too like also the argument that well nobody notices you so why well if nobody notices me then why can't i just do whatever the hell i want as long as exactly. it's within these boundaries you've given me so why not have that's if that's the way you have fun Yes. Which is, this oh, yeah. is make-believe. Let us let us not make anything, no bones about it. This oh, is a sure. very dumb thing to want to do for a living. Acting <laughs> is dumb, but it's it fun. It is. But it's a fun time. And plus, so, and for me, it's like it's also the anxiety of like, you never know when the camera angle is on you. No. So I'm always just like, no matter what, even if I know for sure I'm not in the camera angle, you're still acting that scene because you don't ever know if like you're going to be that one goof with like wasn't acting at all or doing something weird or on their yep. phone, which you should not have your phone on set. I never had my well, phone on set, God, but yeah. there were some people who did. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just never want to be that person. <laughs> that seems like the kind of set that's got a serious embargo where if somebody sees a phone, they're like, you better not fucking post this. That's it's got it. Did they oh, warn yeah, you? Yeah. yeah. Well, they did. There's definitely the warning that goes out in terms of like, you know, uh, you shouldn't have really, you really shouldn't have your phone on set. Don't take photos of your costumes. There's a bunch of ladies who like, you know, they, they go to the bathroom, they have their phone with them and they take photos for themselves, not to post, but I think just to sure. remember, just in yeah. case, like, you know, they don't make the screen they want to take. Like, so I, I saw a lot of ladies doing that. But in the scene when I was a nurse, there was blatantly like a gentleman like who played a doctor who he was older and he had his phone just out, like, you know, taking photos, selfies and stuff like taking photos of the set and I'm just like staring at him going like what are you doing I was like oh my gosh and me like you know my phone's still in the holding room and stuff like you know god forbid (laughs) (laughs) so you know it's just like oh my gosh I'm too terrified to ever do it but I know some people definitely definitely try to sneak their phone on on I mean that's discipline right there that is good yeah (laughs) I was doing Mad Men phones as an ever-present thing were so brand new Mm. Because, like, I think the iPhone at that point even was only a couple years old. So, like, people weren't, like, I created a, a, a Twitter account as an extra on Mad Men just to oh, fuck nice. around. I did it for two days. Like, I only did it for two of those days. But nobody else was doing it. Nobody was yeah. bothering to take pictures of themselves on the Mad Men set because nobody <laughs> thought about that as an option. Exactly. Um, but and, it wasn't an option just yet. <laughs> no, exactly. And, like, a yes. year later, fucking, that's a year later mm-hmm. it gets banned from sets like do not do this and i know there 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 are sets that will take the phone away from you i've been on yes. those sets oh for um, sure i then hide my phone and act like i either didn't have one or i have a, <laughs> i did once bring a decoy phone with me oh there you go well, that's smart i just cuz just cuz i want to text people i'm not going to fuck around and take your photos i'm not exactly. going to you know so i just i had a decoy phone especially we don't know anyone on set on. exactly yeah. that's yeah. exactly what it was it was a very weird set where everybody was dressed like weird out but it was uh, <laughs> so i got along with everybody but it was still very strange. Oh, that's um, great. I love, I don't know. I, I, I do like the investment. I think that kind of thing mm. pays off. And I do think there is an argument to be made that the acting is necessary because you, they would have cut around you as the nurse. Yes. Oh yeah, for sure. If you just sucked, they wouldn't yeah. have used the shot or they would have replaced you immediately. 
oh, for sure. And you that's know? what I was worried about the entire time. Like, I just kind of kept of glancing to, like, to the assistant director and being like, was it okay? Was it okay? <laughs> I can do it better. Please just give me another shot and stuff. So, <laughs> you know, so it's just like, uh, you just got to be, be on your game and stuff as much yeah. as I think as possible. Just, just to be the best you can be. Agreed. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. you were talking earlier about, like, getting cut to you. Maybe you'll get, I, that's happened to me a couple times, too, where I was, and it was at a time where I no longer gave a shit. So it was very yeah. much, I was so much in the scene that I was just like, I freely laughed. I do not freely laugh. I don't like to show mm-hmm. my teeth. I just, I have weird things about that, but I did. And that happens to be the, the shot they used. It was no. me actually enjoying myself, you know? So, oh, that's, so that I'm was so okay. Sorry. Like I, you, I become less self-conscious. I'm like, oh, look, I was good enough that's for good. TV. Look at me go. You know, it was a good yeah. time. It was fun. <laughs> um, well, I remember the, uh, um, the LAX scene that I, uh, I filmed oh, yeah. for the deuce and stuff. Like they, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just so funny with that one. Cause I felt like I was giving my best work and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we, we, they, they had hundreds of uh, extras in the Javits center, which was made to look like LAX. Oh, that's really, okay. And, exactly. So, you know, so luckily I was not a prostitute in this, uh, as usually was the call for, for well, women in the, the series of deuce, you were either a so prostitute or a hooker. Mm-hmm. So this one was just a LAX um, uh, passenger, which made my mom proud. And mm-hmm. <laughs> we were, there was a bunch of extras inside the Javits center kind of crossing in between. And then there was a whole bunch of people outside. There was like vintage cabs and stuff. Mm-hmm. And we were all dressed in these cool 70s outfits. I was given this like really neat vintage camera. So I'm like, yes, awesome. I'm doing this, this, this prop connection. Like I'm a photographer, blah, blah, blah. And so like I'm doing all this work on in, in on the inside, and, you know, we're crossing back and forth, sh- short shoot all day. And then at the end of it, like, you know, they didn't get any footage of the hundreds of extras inside. It was just a split second outside Whoa. of the, <laughs> the, wow. the the airport. So, you know, you can also give your best work and be really proud of it. And then it's just, it's out of there. So. <laughs> 100%. There are some shows yeah. where I'm like, I never bothered to watch them at the time. I'm like, I'll go back, you know, once Netflix happens. I'm like, oh, yeah. I was totally cut out of the West Wing. Damn it. Oh, yeah. Like, there's some shows where you'd like to definitely <laughs> see your face up there. Mm-hmm. Um, damn it. Uh, that's so funny. But I love, at least on the Maisel, I uh, honestly, I'm surprised because some of these period shows, a lot like mockumentary style shows, mm-hmm. don't double cast. Like, they won't let you come back. Uh, yeah, I was I was surprised, too, when they had me come back because I was so afraid. And I, that, that was it. Like, one and done kind of situation. I will say, to be fair, though, looking at, at the, the three shots you sent, you do look like three entirely different people. The glasses help, right? Glasses like, so, help a lot. And the it's hair the helps. Clark Kent effect. So. But, you know, you're doing different things in each shot. No, that's good. Yeah, yeah. you're right. It is Clark Kent effect. Exactly. Uh, speaking of Zach Levi, who could have played Clark Kent? Why not? Why oh, can't he we totally have... could have. I mean, he's great as Shazam. <laughs> this is what I hear. So, yes. you know, I guess this is just, this is an, uh, a podcast where we talk about how cute Zach Levi is, I guess. I didn't I realize mean... that's what I was doing. <laughs> What are you going to do? Can you tell me, explain this shot to me. You sent a photo of yourself. There was a marvelous Mrs. Maisel exhibit in New York. Where where was this exhibit? Oh, my gosh. This is fantastic. Oh, I think it was the Museum of Modern Art, I think, okay. and stuff. I, I, I somewhere around there. I, I should have written down the name of it. But it was they were having a a fun exhibit of just a whole bunch of sets set up from awesome. Mrs. Maisel okay. that you could like. It was made definitely for like you know you could take photos with it and stuff. Like you mm-hmm. could be on the Maisel set. So they had um, it was all from season two, mm-hmm. and so there was the you could be on the the vintage um, which did the telethon. You can kind of be on the telethon set mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm. have like the vintage cameras and gear yourself with that. Amazing. And then they also had her when. 
she was in the um, the, the phone connection room, so you can ha- kind of put your awesome. your headphones on. And then they had France. So speaking of France, they had that you could pretend you were in Paris, France, like <laughs> Mitch's parents and stuff, and get your, uh, you know, a photo in the the dingy apartment that they were in and stuff. So <laughs> it was just a really cool thing. And then they had uh, a whole bunch of the the costumes they had seen on set just on display for everyone else to see, like all of Mitch's costumes. And uh, then they had uh, they were showing episodes of Marvelous Mrs. Maisel in this big theater room downstairs Wonderful. and stuff. So I just I really wanted to check it out because this was after I was in Maisel and um, I just dragged my friends along. I'm like, we're going, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I got to pay homage to my, you know, my, my first job and stuff. So yeah, right? Come on, <laughs> exactly. Plus, I got some really cool photos, so you know it's a fun That's time. So <laughs> That's amazing. I can't yeah. think of anything I've been in where there ever would have. Been. I'm actually surprised there hasn't been like an Art of Mad Men exit. There probably has been, and I just missed it. Oh, p- perhaps you know? maybe. I'm surprised they wouldn't. Or the Art really of Transformers too, but they cut me out of Transformers. Ah oh, man, yeah. were you a robot? Uh, yeah, cool. right. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was a congressman, and I. What? I was. I had on a costume that I have been wearing as this particular politician character for now 16 years and I really just wow. wanted to be able to point to myself and s- just say fuck it that is the character I've been playing anyway and he's in Transformers 2 but they cut the scene I am so no. annoyed I'm so oh, annoyed I'm so sorry that's always a heartbreaking thing to it lose is. a child you lose you lose a part of yourself when they the cut bonus you the is <laughs> I didn't have to actually deal with Michael Bay that day I didn't actually oh that's have to good oh um, that, that's a plus definitely so, <laughs> yeah if anybody wants to go back and listen to my friend Matt Sachs's story about uh, Michael Bay um, oh no it's terrible because you hear all the terrible things about Michael Bay. They seem to be true. Mm-hmm. But then in his, partially in his story, he does get a little bit of comeuppance, and it's one of the funniest things I've ever heard. So oh, it's worth listening to. Oh, well, then that's the story to. I want to hear. It's very good. <laughs> it is very good. Uh, it oh, is it's a, great. Just like slapstick level comeuppance. Um, we have one segment on this show. Yes. It is called Five and Over, where you mm-hmm. take an extra gig or a five and under part, and then you come up with their spinoff. You don't have to come up with their name, but you can. It does not have to be the same genre. It doesn't even have to be, be the same medium. You could be mm-hmm. going into a comic book. But I would love to know what character slash extra part you've played uh, that you would spin off. Oh, it's such a, I, I love that question and stuff. <laughs> I thought about this a lot only because I was in multiple parts in season two as different characters. Mm-hmm. I always like before even that question I was asked, I always th- kind of thought about what their connection was and stuff and if they were the same person. Mm-hmm. So for me, I feel like it'd be really fun to have the nurse, you know, be this like very like, you know, demure, shy day nurse and stuff like with the glasses and stuff like just saving lives and flirting with Zach Levi. Mm-hmm. And then like, you know, at night she's just like she takes off the glasses and she's just a party girl and stuff. And she's like <laughs> and she's going to all these art exhibits and you you know, like you know, um, rubbing elbows with the the up and coming artists and stuff. So I like to, I like to think they're the same person and stuff in my mind and stuff. She's so. a beatnik <laughs> nurse. How many beatnik nurses do you ever see? I mean, look, That's she's got to make saying. her money somehow. She's a practical exactly. beatnik. She's not living in some hovel. You know, exactly. Just you on know, opium. she she makes the rent with the day no, nurse job, and then at night she just she drinks. <laughs> She has a fun time. <laughs> I love it. So, and she runs into Zach Levi in both places. So she's making good decisions with her life is what I'm saying. Oh, for sure. And now that Midge is, you know, spoiler alert, but has let Benjamin go and stuff, right? you know, day nurse is there with open arms. So a just very saying. Good point. <laughs> a very good point. Yes. Do, we, do you know what her name is? Do you have an idea of what her name would be? Oh, my gosh. I'm going to say Susie Carmichael. First Susie thing that comes Carmichael. Off, I love yeah, it. Yeah, first thing comes off my mind. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Nurse Carmichael. Yeah. And yeah. she's Susie. And, That's great. Uh, Susie likes herself a mojito, maybe. Yeah, oh, for sure. You know, as long as they very... keep refilling it and it's not an old lime. They got to refill it. If it's not fresh, on. she doesn't want it. <laughs> Fair. That, and she doesn't smoke because she's a nurse. Yep. She knows better. She knows about lung cancer. Exactly. So, she's not yeah. stupid. 
for sure. And I bet she like passes out pamphlets to all the art people being like, smoking can, can kill you, watch out and stuff. So a little day nurse comes out there. <laughs> and, the, and everybody's just like, oh, wow, this art is by blank obscure artists. So like they just get distracted by the pamphlet because you've had it made by some real hipster. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, oh, for sure. Declan yeah. Howell, like, you know, mm -hmm, that's the mm -hmm. one thing he'll do is make a pamphlet. <laughs> the that's one piece so of art good. he'll be shown. <laughs> oh, I love it. That's so good. That's, I, 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 I do. I'm a very big fan of, uh, you know, head of your own headcanon, coming up with your oh, own yeah. history and also linking your own. Some some guy did do a video like a year ago where he cut together all of his extra parts and then just decided, OK, well, here's the, the history of this guy and he's in all these movies. So therefore, they're all in the same universe. I will admit I, I was it. jealous the first time I saw it. I'm like, damn it, I should have done that exactly. Oh, the multiverse you know? opportunities right? you have and stuff are just like so fun. <laughs> Especially when you're obvious, like when you're a very obvious. Oh. Some extras are very obvious just in their mm -hmm. look. You know, um, there are some who are obvious in their actions, and those are the ones you want to cut around. Um, I uh, there there is a really great story. My favorite television show is New News Radio, and there is an episode Ooh, yes. of that show where uh, they're in a mental hospital. Uh, Phil Hartman's character is, and this is in 1996. Now, I want you to then think about how complicated digital technology was to use at all. They digitally Ooh. removed an extra <laughs> because oh, he was Lord. too much. <laughs> so this it had to have taken hours. It happens though. Obviously, like it definitely, like extras get cut. They will make sure that they are out of that scene and stuff. So, oh, yeah. my sister yeah. has a funny story about that, but I won't share it because it's <laughs> one of her favorites. So. <laughs> it's just there. There is the danger of overacting if you don't know yes. if you haven't done it before. And I've done it. I've, oh, for sure. <laughs> they've stopped the camera because I was overacting. That is oh, yeah. that has happened. So, you know, that kind of stuff happens. Um, it happens. Jennifer, this has been a delight. I really I, appreciate you doing the show. I love being here. Thank you so much for inviting me. This is so um, much fun. This won't come out for a few weeks, but when it does, where can people find you online? Is there anything coming up? I know it's problematic to even get a project going, but... Oh, yeah. Just kind of still working the, the essential job at a grocery work is the only work I can get right now and stuff. Mm -hmm. But I obviously, definitely, if you want to follow me on Instagram, Baby K loves movies, and mm -hmm. then I also have a TikTok. You know, kids are doing TikTok nowadays. Sure. So, Baby K loves musicals is my uh, co name it. there. So, you know, just follow me, and hopefully, there'll be some work in the future. Yeah, <laughs> I've been doing right. a lot of uh, hoping to audition for voice work, seems to be a, a viable uh, form of work right now. So, I've been trying to get into that. <laughs> Good. You should, please. Yeah. And if you. I got a studio. Like, my little yeah, closet. Right. So, you know, it's great. I'm halfway there. That's <laughs> amazing. Uh, thank you again so much. Oh, you know, what am I doing? I'm sorry. I let you promote oh. stuff good great wonderful i want everybody to follow you uh but I, there are a couple new questions that i keep forgetting to ask people oh yes um uh this one does not apply i don't think you've okay. done a stunt you haven't done any stunts have you no stunts unfortunately i wish <laughs> you know and like sometimes you know neither have i but i always i love hearing when people have done like what would technically be called a stunt even if it's just falling onto a mat i mean come on i would do great. it i would do it i would of bruise course. myself for a show it'd be great same same <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what is your favorite craft service item, though? That is a critical oh, question. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Actually, this, this brings me to a really funny story. So it wasn't necessarily a craft service item. Okay. But when I was brought back for um, reshoots of the art scene, mm -hmm. um, it was for um, some outspoken door scenes I don't think they ever even used but okay. we were there on hold for a very long time like about 12 hours and stuff and we were in a different location we weren't in lower Manhattan anymore we were in Brooklyn mm -hmm. and so the the holding room was too far away so we would have had to been standing outside like in this very hot day just kind of like waiting mm -hmm. and so this chocolatier lady I believe it was called is it the chocolate I wrote it down chocolate works at Brooklyn shout out to her she was uh -huh. a godsend because uh she she was next door and she had this chocolate shop and she 
opened up her doors to all the the extras and let us kind of like hang out and like be in her um her birthday room where like you know wow. so she had a bunch of tables and so we got to sit there read our books in an air conditioning and she pampered us because she gave us free fudge she gave us gelato she just kept bringing out all these like you know these sweets Holy and ice crap. cream and we were very well fed and it was just like i, I dream about it sometimes that yeah. it was just one of the best moments so even though i wasn't even used it wasn't even like it didn't matter because i was fed ice cream all day and paid for it so it was <laughs> this lady's my hero Holy she was crap. great oh it was great but i would say that and also that one time i had steak and lobster because it was the closing Come night on. so that was Come that was on. the top tier <laughs> so good. or when i was uh, the nurse and we were all just like in our slips because we, we couldn't wear our uniforms because they would wrinkle oh. so i was just in a slip in a doctor's lab used as a uh, lab coat as a, as a robe and i was just like walking around with fistfuls of shrimp and it was the best <laughs> best time of my life i was just like double fisting shrimp <laughs> oh my god this is an episode of the good place is what this uh, is like, it really was I... <laughs> that's phenomenal it was great that's so good um thank you again for doing this Thank you for having me. Um, and you it know what? So Here's like the great. thing. Once the world straightens the fuck out um, and you've yes. done more extra work, please come back because I want to know what other stuff you end up doing. I would love to. Thank you so much again. <laughs> um, thank you guys for listening. And as I say every week, I'm sorry I missed your thing. I don't own a TV. so. <laughs> you can find The Professional Blur on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and anywhere else you find podcasts. And follow Jason on Instagram at Jason Klom and follow his hashtag, The Professional Blur. Stolen Dress Entertainment. Hey, it's my turn. Ah! <laughs>